Hello and welcome back to the Dash Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamage, and I have two of my favorite guests and favorite people of the five-year history of the Dash Podcast. One is Mr. David Adams, the CEO of the Urban Assembly, a wonderful network of schools in the New York area. In addition to that, he's on the board of directors for Castle, one of the largest SEL advocacy groups in the country, amongst other things that um, we'll talk about as we get deeper into the episode. And joining David and I is um, if, if David is an OG, as we stated on my first podcast, Dr. Elias is a double OG. He's one of the initiators going all the way back to the 70s when SEL wasn't even called SEL. He's written over 20 books. He is uh, one of the founders and a professor of uh, the program I just completed as a certification specialist in SEL and school leadership. Um, he's also the founder of the Social Emotional Character Development Lab at Rutgers University. And I'm really excited to explore with these two gentlemen how SEL has evolved and even accelerated through uh, the pandemic. It's, it's more than a buzzword now. You know, every, everybody knows what SEL is. And um, with that are coming some branches that I think weren't there before or, or, or weren't really in my head. So I'm, I'm really excited to talk with you guys, but um, I'll give you a moment to say hello as well and, and anything that's on your mind to kick us off. Well, I, I just want to clarify that we're talking about the 1970s, not the 1870s, you know? I mean, I'm not that that much of an old timer. So I just want to get that out on the record. We appreciate that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I, I want to add then to Dr. Elias that he's produced enough work that he could be from the 1870s. He mm. just compressed it mm. in a very short lifetime. So I can appreciate that you might have seen his books and all the articles and thought this man must be yeah. 200 years old. But in fact, uh, he's just very productive. So, so shout out to your work, Dr. Elias. Well said. You know, and I'm starting to imagine, um, I sent you guys a list of a few questions and, and Dr. Elias responded personally with um, a piece of his work that he had done, I, I mentioned it earlier, uh, looking at culturally responsive practices and SEL. I'm like, man, I've already got two of the books. The man has 20. I'm sure that any question that I ask, you've done some some sort of research or work on. So before I ask a question, I'll make sure that I uh, review your book list to see. Um, and I, I think that's really cool. I'm interested to hear from you, Dr. Elias, you know, how, you know, you've been doing this work for a long time and looking at some of your different topics, you know, you you recognize that uh, what some people may not get is that emotional intelligence and SEL are the same thing. And now that there's been so much um, emphasis on SEL and so much attention on SEL, what are some of those impacts that you're seeing? Like that you, man, I wish this would have been around in the 80s. Finally, y'all get it. And, and at the same time, like, wait a minute, you know, you're you're kind of missing the point here. Like this isn't what SEL is for. Yeah, you, you know, uh, you, you'll, you'll see when you look at the stuff that I've done that, that almost all of it has collaborators. And, and that's, mm. been, that's been the real blessing is to, is to be able to work with so many other folks. Um, the, the work that I did on addressing equity um, and, and culturally responsive education, SEL, uh, was one of my mentors, Larry Leverett, who was a former superintendent of schools in Plainfield and former assistant commissioner for urban education for the state of New Jersey. Uh, and he has, he has been a, a phenomenal mentor to me. One of the things that's, that's true about this field is, you know, even though SEL is uh, on everybody's mind, people still misunderstand it. They think it's a program. 
Mm. I think it's a thing. And it, it's, uh, it is literally something that is inside of us from the moment we're born. And all we're trying to do is uh, cultivate it, activate it, mm. exercise our kids' SEL muscles, but it's not like it's not there. And it's not like you cannot, you know, like you can't do SEL. The analogy that I make is like when people try to say, well, you know, we shouldn't have SEL in schools. I say, well, that's like saying you shouldn't have oxygen in the air. You know, it is not possible to not have S because we're social and emotional beings. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is about. So, yeah. so that's, that's the thing that I think is so important for people to understand. It, it's not whether, it's how we want to deal with, uh, with, this, with this part of us. It, it is a part yeah. of us. The, the power of intention. Dr. Wayne Dyer has a whole series on the power of intention. And I think that's, that's your point. Um, I, I, I did a series actually called Four Ways We Use SEL Every Day. Because if you know it or not, it's, 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 it's irrelevant because you're, you're using SEL, you're practicing SEL, but are you going to do it with intention? And um, David, I'm going to pass it to you. I know you want to jump in here as well, but I want to reference... Um, Dr. Elias, one of your first quotes to me as well, you said SEO is to education as the alphabet is to reading. So um, that was another good liner that you had. I'll have to use the oxygen one as well. But but David, I'll throw it over to you to, again, we're talking about the impacts of the, all this attention on SEL. And I think as a CEO of a network of schools now, how is that impacting your work? Because you're, you're one of the, the forerunners of the SEO work in schools. I appreciate it. And, uh, and I think the, the way that I think about this is our director of SEL now, Brandon Frame, he gave me an analogy. He said, uh, SEL are like abs. Everybody mm-hmm. has them, but you got to exercise sometimes to get there, right? So uh, we all have the, the muscles, uh, but sometimes they don't show through. Uh, sometimes, you know, you got too many bonbons or you got too many experiences that take you away from where you need to be. Um, and that's what SEL is about. Dr. Elias talked about activating, enhancing, developing, right? These are developmental skills and competencies that are enhanced by direct instruction so that students have a sense of clarity around mm. attention, around when to deploy them to solve problems. Um, so we're very excited here in New York City. Uh, the Urban Assembly has been partnered with the New York City Department of Education, as well as Aperture Education, uh, to lead Strong Resilient NYC um, and take these concepts and principles of SEL to 1,600 schools. Wow. Um, we've worked with 1.1 million kids uh, to make sure that schools are organized around these principles. Uh, we help design the assessment strategies and feedback strategies. Um, and we're helping to make sure that there's a common definition for social and emotional learning across schools mm. across New York City. So uh, the impact has been great. The impact has been strong. Uh, we see young people uh, with clarity around their social emotional skills who yeah. activate them, deploy them, solve problems with them. And we're just really excited to be in partnership to do that work and make sure that that work is reflective of some of these principles mm. that Elias has put forth. Wonderfully said. I'm, I'm very familiar with Aperture Education and obviously working with the State Department is, um, is always a, a, a wonderful collaboration. <clears throat> you know, I've, I've seen, I've had a chance to go to a KIPP school and, and do a walkthrough and do a training or, or the Ron Clark Academy and spend a day at PD. You know, what is it about the PD you guys offer at the Urban Assembly that uh, is the same or is different from what other uh, schools or networks are doing? I mean, it's, it's FUBU PD, right? It's for us, by us, right? We are working with schools, in-district schools, solving district problems. Um, wow. And we're using those lessons to work with other schools. 
so it's not like a, a random organization sat mm -hmm. around, thought about these ideas and came to tell you what to do. Uh, these are insights that have come from years of working in schools. Um, mm -hmm. And then there are tools and solutions that we've built in order to solve those problems. So uh, we're very proud of the professional development that we build. Uh, it almost always incorporates the lessons of teachers at urban assembly schools, of students at urban assembly schools, and then we generalize those principles across the country. So um, that that's how I would talk about the work that we do in terms of our mm -hmm. Man, so and I, I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, to to amplify what what David said, um, this is not about sort of trying to convince people about SEL. Mm -hmm. That 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 what David has done is very authentic. Yes. In, in essence, it's that SEL will help with the issues you're trying to deal with, and here's how. And, and the way we like to put it is we say SEL helps your valued outcomes to happen. It's not like, oh yeah, we want you to do SEL. You want to do certain things, and SEL can help you. And, and you know, we've had the pleasure of working with a couple of, uh, of David's uh, schools, and see the, the tremendous creativity of, uh, of his mm. staff. But, but, but what it's about is using SEL uh, yeah. to, to make things better for kids in a variety of ways. And just as an example, complementary to what David's doing, and of course he's got a, a, a fantastic theme school that deals with the performing arts. Um, I just did a workshop for New York City theater educators that the theater education department in New York City has understood that they are mm. really like the secret weapons in advancing SEL to help. So they're not interested in SEL for SEL. What they realize is that SEL has been part of their theater curriculum since theater. And so a lot of times they're, they're realizing now when kids are not able to pick up on emotions or express emotions, it's not because they're not good at theater, mm -hmm. it's because they've never had these SEL skills cultivated and you need them for theater. Right. You know, you know, one of the skills you need for theater is to know physically where to be in a space. Now people say, was well, that an SEL skill? Well, yeah, darn right it's an SEL skill. <laughs> Social it's awareness. An SEL skill to know like when someone's talking to you, should you be right on top of them? Or should you be backed off a little bit? And, and, and so, so what, what is this about is how to be effective with SEL as an aid to that. And I think that's what uh, David is bringing into to the New York City schools. Mm. I, I, so I love what you're both saying, and I appreciate the expertise in what you speak, because everything is so concise, and you can tell you've been in it for a long time. So that's just an admiration from myself. But I think there's a cyclical piece to, I think, what the both of you have done for me. And so I, I recognize and understand what you're doing, David. And I also appreciate that there is a certification program that I can go through to help marry some of, um, I've been practicing SEL for a while. I've been using Castle's framework. I'm on the third year of implementation now, but having a program to go through that wasn't uh, as expensive as paying for a master's degree, but was still as valuable as a, a graduate certification was wonderful for me to be able to apply all of this knowledge and all of this skill that I've had. So, so that kind of carries me into, you know, I, I've heard of SEL and character development. 
SEL and restorative practices. You get the skill with the application. But but I also hear about the um, negative press or the, the banning of uh, anti-racist, anti-bias, culturally responsive, critical race theory. So like what's, what, does SEL need an application component like character development, restorative practices, or culturally responsive training? Th th is there another component that needs to be attached to SEL to fully get the application um, out of the skills that we've been building for from K through eight? Does that make sense? All right, I'll take it. Um, yeah, I think we are at a moment, Trey, um, where folks would rather invest in partisanship um, than doing what's right for young people. Um, if you look around the world, uh, the OECD just released a report talking about social emotional learning uh, around the world and elevating the importance of social emotional learning to ensure that young people are graduating ready to contribute to their communities. Um, and, and they really focused on things like workplace development, uh, but they also mm -hmm. talked about civic development, right? And I know Dr. Elias has been working on this notion of civic development. If you look at countries like Singapore, regularly rated one of the top education systems in the country, excuse me, in the world, this is a country who has invested deeply into the principles of social and emotional learning and development. Um, and Dr. Elias said this before, we are all impacting the social and emotional outcomes of our young people. Some of us are doing it intentionally and some of us are not. And so when we look at this controversy, uh, one of the things I want to raise up is what does the science say? What does the research say? And the research is unambiguous. Social and emotional skills matter. And so what I would hate to do, uh, what I would hate to see is I would hate to see students and young people left behind. I would hate to see communities and states left behind of the power curve of education, of the 21st century skills that we need to be successful because of short-term partisan agendas. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, the research is clear. At the end of the day, this is about college, career, and community. And at the end of the day, social emotional skills will enhance the things that matter to folks across the country. You know, I, I, I agree, David, with everything you said, um, but, I, but I think that we may be uh, uh, underestimating the, the, the way in which folks look at this. So, you know, in, in Heather McGee's fabulous book, The Sum of Us, uh, which, which we read uh, in our lab as a summer book club last summer, every chapter, after every chapter, our reaction was, oh my God. And, and, and what every chapter talked about was how people, in order to stop the advancement of other people, specifically black and brown people, would do things to spite their own best interest. You know, the old cliche, cut off your nose to spite your face. I mean, there's a reason that cliche is people are willing to do that. And, and so, and so that, that, that is a, a, a slight uh, wrinkle when we think about the science, because, mm -hmm. because we look at the science and it's very clear. Other folks look at the science and don't think it's, it's so clear right, because there are other agendas. You know, uh, apropos of what David was saying at the OECD report, the uh, CDC came out with an unambiguous statement about how families should be promoting the social emotional development of their kids as a matter of health. Mm -hmm. And I presented that at a conference and there were people there who said, well, they're partisan, the CDC. <laughs> that, that can't be true. Wow. 
So, so you know, wow. we, I, we have to face the face a, a reality here mm-hmm. that that not everyone is putting um, is, is seeing this the way the way we see it. Let me, right. just, let me just put it that way. So I guess in the news, I hear a lot of um, defiance against critical race theory or anti-racist, anti-bias teaching. I don't hear as much directly about SEL, but I have heard that there's some effects that it has on SEL as well. Is, is that what I'm kind of hearing from you guys as well? Some of the the law and things against critical race theory is also coming against SEL? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, 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 I take... Uh, somewhat pride in being almost banned, and I'm not going to name the state or, or the situation, uh, for presenting a, a lecture on using social emotional skills to build community. Wow. Um, and I was almost part of the band club, Trey, and at the last minute, it pushed it through the school board, and I was able to uh, have a conversation and dialogue um, with these folks and uh, wow. talking about the, the importance of these social emotional skills. Um, I mean, Dr. Lies is, is right. Uh, we actually um, invited Heather McGee to our social emotional learning symposium uh, that was virtual last year at the Urban Assembly and, and had a conversation um, and really looked at her central analogy here, which is the, the pool that was drained, the public pool that was drained uh, so that Black people couldn't swim in it, mm-hmm. uh, leaving uh, nobody having any pool at all. Um, and I guess from my perspective, um, one of the things that I aspire to um, is to lift us up and and to help us to recognize that uh, we all need to cool off in the summer um, and that we can do better when we do things together. Mm. Um, and if we talk about the better angels of our nature, we talk about um, what it is to perfect our union, uh, and we think about these foundational notions of what it means to be in community, it's going to take will and it's going to take skill. Um, and... Um, I recognize that sometimes that will is manipulated um, for short-term gains, um, but I think we have responsibility as folks who care about this works and this work and folks who care about our country um, to help folks just lift their vision because they're good folks. You know, they're, they're good people uh, and, and they've been given a, um, an idea that resentment using Dr. Martin Luther King's uh, concept, the, the bitter bird of resentment, right? And fed mm-hmm. that. Uh, rather than fed the nourishing kind of nutrients of community. And yeah. um, and that's what we need to do. Um, it takes energy. It takes effort. Uh, but that's why we're here. Um, and we're going to make that happen because our communities deserve it. So, I mean, how does, because I see, I, I just checked Castle and everybody else has updated their data and statistics. So I see that like all 50 states have, uh, I think, pre-K, SEL skills embedded up to 20 now have K-12 embedded. So like that's up, I think it was 18 before a couple of years ago. So it has grown, but only a small amount. Um, how How is, so it sounds like there's good policy, but there's policy that's kind of against, I guess that's just the way the cookie crumbles or some giving some take. Where does SEL day fit in? Three years ago, SEL Day started. I don't remember what the numbers were. I think year one, maybe close to a million, but it's like doubled and tripled and there's been spinoffs from it. And it's a year long type of agenda now. Like how, how is that impacting the policy piece that I think is often annoying and like most people don't care to be involved in, but it's such a difference. And I appreciate how I'm kind of setting you up a little bit. I appreciate how SEL Day has so many components that are, community driven, that are podcast driven, that are go to, I've, I've 
taking field trips the last two years to city council and we've got a proclamation um, from it. And so I think that's something that's like, it's small, but it makes a difference. Now we have SEL day forever um, in the state, in Hartsville, South Carolina, you know, so in Bishopville, the, the uh, county of Bishop or Lee County, South Carolina. So that those are cool things that come along with it. But just talk about SEL day, why it started and how it's positively impacting some of this policy and advocacy change. Well, I mean, I'd say, Trey, you just, you just, you just spoke the truth, man. You just said what the point of SEL Day is for regular folks um, to go out and engage their community and talk about things like building bonds and reimagining community, um, identifying who we are in our common sense and building common ground, um, and doing it using social emotional skills. Um, I could tell you this is a really nice collaboration between Dr. Elias and I. Uh, we had an idea and uh, came to Dr. Elias and he said, I got your back, Dave, let's make this happen. Um, and it was just about recognizing the folks and the institutions that contribute to the social emotional development of young people. We spent a lot of time talking about, you know, the folks tearing us down. Uh, we got a lot of TV focused on those who are maiming and screaming. Uh, but we don't spend the time talking about the folks like Dr. Elias who spent his entire career uh, thinking about what it means to lift us up into community. So hmm. uh, that's SEL day. I'll turn it over to Dr. Lies. He could talk about it from the SEL for US perspective. But, uh, that's, yeah, that's well, the well, idea. Well, but, and, I, and I, I'm so glad that you, you made that point because uh, the, there is the, the vocal minority is not the representative sample here. And, and the reality is that, that the numbers are going up, and, but, but most people don't exactly know what SEL is. Mm -hmm. so what, what happens with SEL Day is that it invites everybody into the tent, and, and everybody gets to do something. And, and the run-up to SEL Day is about helping people understand, so what can you do? Mm -hmm. what, what does it mean to do mm -hmm. SEL? And, and what happens with most people is they say, well, oh, that's SEL? Oh, I, I do that, or I could do yeah. that, or I'd like to do that. And, and so then all of a sudden, ideology sort of goes off a little bit because people have reality. Mm -hmm. And the reality with these SEL day activities is that the kids respond to them. All kids respond to them. If you just let them experience it, they respond. So, so, and, and so our lab and SEL for US, our job is to take this brilliant idea and make it easier for people to do it, to just try it. And so, for example, uh, uh, working with the New Jersey Education Association, which is the teachers union in New Jersey, which has 220,000 members, that's a lot of members. And so we are working with them and put into their NJEA review, which is the, the, the monthly magazine that all their members get. We got two articles coming out. One already has been out. And then another one's gonna come out in March with last minute things you can do for SEL day. The title is, it's not too late. And so they'll get that. And, it, and even though it's March 11th, they're really simple things that they can do that will engage their kids. And, and, and then that is the platform from which new things get built. And so it, it, is, a, it is a phenomenal activity. Um, you know, uh, it, you know it, I like to say David has three children. 
Uh, one of them is SEL day. Uh, the, the, the two others are nicer looking and, and, <laughs> and wonderful, but SEL day, you know, is bigger. Um, and, and that's, and that's something I think that, that we can share with anybody. You, yeah. you know, it's interesting because we do live in a world where people have a little bit of fear of missing out. Mm. They, they, they like to be with stuff. And so as SEL day grows, more people say, well, you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be on the sideline for this. And and you look at other people, you look at the classroom next door and they got like happy kids and happy teacher. Can I hop in on this? Go ahead, go ahead, please do. I just, I want to say this because you look at what are schools doing for SEL day? And this year um, we're talking about finding common ground, pursuing the common good. Like what are people doing? There are young people who are uh, shouting out teachers who've made a difference in their life. Uh, there are schools who are saying good things about each other and, and doing compliments. There are, and this is from last year, uh, there are communities coming together, like you said, Trey, to pass proclamations. I'm talking about communities in Texas, communities in, in South Carolina, right? Uh, because when you talk about these things, people are like, why, why would I say no to this notion of finding common ground, pursuing the common good, right? And, and I just wanna really raise up what Dr. Elias said on that because this is about putting positivity in the world. Um, and most people are positive and most people wanna build community. Um, and we just forget a little bit because of what's happening and, and what's being mm -hmm. trending on Twitter. I gotta say, man, I was so proud to be trending on Twitter for four hours because I was looking <laughs> at what trends on Twitter and nonsense trends on Twitter, so no, no yeah. offense, right? But it's just, just, it's just daily nonsense. And like to, to sit and watch a community of folks, 14 million people come together mm. and say, I want a positive energy to be put out in the world. Wow. That's, wow. that's something cool, right? And that's so uh, if it's my third child, I won't tell Elijah and Isaiah because they, they're a little <laughs> sensitive on, on the, uh, the extra children. I'm having a third one. But that, that's one, 14 million is a whole lot in just your third year. Um, that hasn't even been the third year yet. That's that's coming up by the time this episode is out, probably the same day. SELday.org. You've got the toolkit. You can sign up. You earn badges. There's events, partners, sponsors. I think even a great place to go to just learn more. Like, what is SEL? Go to SELday.org, and you can see so many different pieces to learn a lot about it. I think, too, um, what's cool, y'all are setting me, y'all are throwing me alley-oops right now, because this was a global collaboration that y'all did 14 people across the globe but this is not your first collaboration y'all met a long time ago while you were in school and there was a student professor relationship can you just talk to me about that that initial class or interaction that you had and how your mentorship continued post-graduation and into global uh collaborations well let me start this out because um I remember, I'm talking about my first job, I sent Dr. Elias an email and I said, thank you for giving me my life's mission around social emotional learning. And this is after I graduated from Rutgers. There's a story that I'm gonna tell it, but I just wanna, I wanna ground this in, in clarity here um, that my interaction with Dr. Elias gave me an understanding of what I wanted to do with my life. Mm. Um, and I told him that, um, and I will continue to tell him that because wow. that is the truth. And it is the reason why I get up in the morning. Um, but I had Dr. Elias for a community psychology class and uh, was just really inspired um, by his focus on things like service um, and service learning 
and the relationship between uh, preventive and proactive promotive mm -hmm. skills. Um, his, his, his emphasis on, uh, we've talked about action research, right? Like what can you do in the moment to understand and to learn? Um, and he was just a, a mentor of mine. He uh, was my mentor for my Henry Rutgers thesis. Uh, I remember because I did not actually write the, the abstract <laughs> and I turned it in and he said, I got you. Uh, I know this is going to be a great paper. Um, so, uh, make sure that it, it gets a lot better, a lot quicker. <laughs> and it did. Uh, and I wrote my, my thesis on social emotional learning and, and the promotive power of, of these skills to reduce the classification of students in special education as emotionally disturbed. So, um, I, I mean, I, I, there's no way that I can say, uh, anything else than I would not be here without Dr. Elias, his mentorship, his guidance. I uh, took my calls. I uh, sat on my advisory boards, uh, wrote me recommendations, um, just just truly a, a person who really guided me to this position. Well, you know, from my from my perspective, um, it's it's the the blessing of giving opportunity. Uh, you know, D David is uh, someone that you give a little bit to, and all of a sudden, an extraordinary amount happens. And 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 I think I think. I think the word inspiration is a good word because it, it's a two-way street. Um, uh, seeing what David has done with the opportunities that he had, the extraordinary creativity, tenacity, and expansiveness with which he's taken all this, um, I mean, that, that has inspired me to, to stay in the game. Uh, I've been at Rutgers now for 42 years. Uh, I, I've taught that community psychology course that David took uh, over 80 times, and, uh, and, and it has generated some folks with commitment, but at the head of the class is, uh, is David Adams, um, and, I, and I think that that's, uh, that is something that, that I see every, every day. Um, He's one of the folks whose talks I take notes at because I, I learn so much. And, and, and that's what I mean. In, in, a, in a good relationship, it's, it's mutual. And, and that's what's happened. And I think that that's the model, honestly, that we want as the model for SEL. We do not want people to take the lesson and do it exactly like this. We want them to take the lesson do it, understand what they've done, and now do it better. And, you know, SEL was started, so to speak. Before there was SEL, who were the folks who were doing this? There were a lot of white Jewish people doing this because those are the folks who were in colleges and, you know, those are the folks who had the opportunity to do it. How does this all get translated into working with different groups of people, different circumstances? You know, there was no blueprint for that. It required taking the basic idea and people grabbing hold of it and, and running with it. And, you know, there was no blueprint for urban applications of SEL. There's been no blueprint for just about anything that David has done. But he, and, and, and he will tell, be the first to tell you, he hasn't done it alone. He's got a fabulous group of collaborators and he's given them the opportunity inspiration to be creative, mm. to look at the needs, figure out how to fill the needs. And when the needs change, we change. We just don't go down that, that one road. Yeah. 
And that's what, that's what SEL practice is at the end of the day all about. Mm. Look at the needs around you and how do we use SEL to meet those needs? And one of the greatest needs we have now is for every one of our students to have a voice. For every one of our students to see themselves as part of the civic fabric. And they are, they are as entitled to participate as anybody else. And, and this is the, the, the inspiration we need to give them because their participation will, will further change the landscape for the better. Hmm. Yeah, so I appreciate you making space for David. And David, I appreciate you making space for me and for everybody else. And I think it's like a real, like climb the ladder type of situation where you say you stand on the shoulders of your forefathers type of thing where like space wasn't created. I'm not gonna dive too deep down this hole, but my grandfather migrated from Mississippi. He grew up picking cotton. He didn't have an opportunity to do what my dad did who got to be a judge. That wasn't available. That wasn't an option for him when he moved from Mississippi to Indiana. But in, in the next generation, it was possible for my father to make another leap, a generational leap. And so y'all have accelerated us and moved us forward. And Dr. Elias, you've taken the slow, hard, grinded out steps back from the 90s. And to see this come to fruition now, I think it's amazing because I think we're finally turning the corner where uh, the awareness and the application is starting to accelerate. Um, I'm going to let us go soon. I've just got one more kind of question again for both of you. And I know, uh, David, in our first conversation, you talked about using SEO for economic mobility. At what point does the teaching of SEL shift from like explicit instruction to more college and career readiness type of work? I'm going to use an analogy that Dr. Lies had a little earlier, right? Um, so uh, we teach young people how to put together sounds um, in order to create words, right? Um, but we don't stop them and say, don't use words for this or don't read that. We say, now that you know how to read, go out and read whatever needs mm. you need to read in order to be successful. Um, and social emotional skills are that same kind of piece, right? They're like these building blocks that create whatever it is that you want to create. You want to write the great American novel, you write the great American novel. Mm -hmm. And so economic and social mobility is one of those things that we can use social emotional mm -hmm. skills to enhance because young people who are being able to read the space, understanding their goals, their emotions, being able to take the perspective of others, they're applying these skills in ways that allow them to be successful in the workplace. Um, so I would say here that it's not an either or. That's the beauty mm -hmm. about social emotional learning. They are these neutral set of skills. Um, but when you put them together in the right way, in the right order with the right commas, right? You can do amazing mm -hmm. things with them. And that's what we empower our young people to do. We want our young people to just learn these skills. I'm not going to tell you uh, how to write it, when to write it. I'm just going to watch you do the things that, that mean and have importance to you. And if that's a uh, workplace, that's great. If that's a relationship with your parents, that's great. If that's building mm -hmm. community consensus, that's great. Um, but I know that when we teach them, our young people will do great things because I've seen it. Um, and that's why we do the work. Yeah. And, and, you know, in our work with, uh, with kids, in, in particularly in urban areas like Jersey City and, and Plainfield and New Brunswick, New Jersey, one of the things that we've added, one of the reasons why we call it social, emotional, and character development 
is because while skills, you know, propel you forward, something has to determine where you're going. Mm. And, and that's why we think that the concept of purpose is such a, a, an essential part of the conversation about social emotional competencies. Because our kids need to understand that all kids need to understand that they, they can have a purpose that they want to have. But a lot of kids come to believe that their purposes have been narrowly defined by society mm-hmm. and, and past opportunity. And we need our kids to feel a sense of imagination. We need our kids to feel a sense of possibility. We need our kids to feel a sense of higher purpose. And we've built those into our approach to SEL mm-hmm. curriculum. Because, because if I don't know where I'm taking these skills, I'm not going to be as committed to learning them. And, but if I know where I want to take these skills, well, then my goodness, you know, just, just, just don't get in my way. And, and that's what I, that's what we want for the kids. So economic mobility in part is about imagination mm. and possibility mm. as much. I mean, competency is not the issue. The competencies are there. The potential is there, but there are a lot of roadblocks. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we need our kids to feel that that pull, that pull of a strong sense of positive purpose, where they are they are not just here for themselves. They're here because they've got something to contribute to the greater good. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we want to, to come out of SEL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I can sit here and talk to you both all night. There's so much more I want to get to. We haven't even talked about adult SEL. We haven't even really dived into some of the things we're getting to now, but uh, we'll, we'll save some for later. We'll, we'll, we'll keep the people wanting more, hopefully. If, if you both could take a moment, David, I'll start with you. If you could tell us where to find you and any final remarks or comments you want to make. Yeah, uh, you can find me at dadams underscore SEL on Twitter. Uh, you can get me at dadams um, at urbanassembly.org. I'm the CEO. Uh, so if you hit somebody up at Urban Assembly, they'll, they'll make sure I find out that email. Um, and uh, just uh, the final comments is just appreciation. Um, appreciation for Dr. Elias and, and work that he has led. Um, appreciation for, for you and, and giving us a voice and, and raising this work up. And uh, appreciation for the millions of folks who are going to sign up on SELday.org uh, and help us to reimagine community for the better. Right. That's great. So I'm at Rutgers University. Uh, you can find me at maurice.elias at rutgers.edu. You can check out our lab, Social Emotional Character Development Lab, uh, secdlab.org. And you can join SEL for US. Um, www.sel4us.org uh, because then you get connected to all the things that we've been talking about. Um, maybe your state is in SEL for US, like South Carolina is, like New York is, like New Jersey is, but even if not, you still get connected to all the good things going on in those states. And that's how we get better, not by reinventing the wheel, but by through collaboration sharing, learning from whatever others have done, sharing what we've done and helping others get better. And, and, and Trey, this, uh, what you're doing with, with the podcast um, is, is a big part of that because you're reaching folks that otherwise might not be reached. And, and this will give them the opportunity to, to join this work. 
you both. Thank you both. I, I, I so appreciate it myself. One of the sayings that I like to live by is to facilitate purpose. Facilitate means to make easier purpose is your reason for doing. So everything I do is to make it easier for someone else to do what they love. And so I feed off your energy as well. And um, just to give a shout out to you all, I mean, I've, I've been a part of everything you've mentioned. I'm, I'm on the Urban Assembly newsletter. I'm on the SEL for US, SC and NJ newsletter. You know, been through the uh, SC character development program at Rutgers, been a part of SEL Day for both years. So I really appreciate um, your mentorship from afar and the advocacy that you're doing to, to make it easier for me to figure out how to keep making my dream come true. So I appreciate you both. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your, your day, the school year, all those good things. And if you like this episode, please like it, share it, leave a comment, and go sign up for SEL Day at selday.org or visit the SEL Character Development Lab. Thank you so much for your time. This is The Dash.